Driving to work while talking to Phil. Hello, and welcome to Phil, the podcast that started as a joke and continues to be one. So here we are with episode two. It is some Monday in February. I'm currently driving to work, stuck at a red light, turning left in beautiful Studio City, California, where they shoot the movies. I have a co-host with me today, Franklin, my dog. He's currently licking his butt in my passenger seat. Have anything to say, Franklin? Apparently not. But don't worry, I'll get him talking using a little bit of podcast magic, or movie magic, even though this is a podcast. Inspired by the movies, as in the movie shot in beautiful Studio City, California. And to start the day, it looks like I will not make the left turn at this light. Again, beautiful Studio City, California has great traffic control. So whoever is the Studio City city planner, really nailing it with this intersection. (coughs) Excuse me. So a lot has changed since my last... Uh, installment on Veterans Day. Uh, We've had several other holidays, including President's Day, and my wife had a baby. Uh, So I am a dad, and it's been been alright so far. You kind of have to get used to waking up every few hours, doing diaper changes, and, and they eat a lot. Um, but for the most part, uh, we have a pretty good baby. I'm sort of waiting for things to go awry, uh, because television would have you believe that this is awful, and, uh, you're left wondering when is it going to end, or when are they going to grow up. Not the case. Uh, if anything, poop has gotten funnier. I didn't know if that was possible, but apparently it is. Um, We haven't had too many incidents, per se, uh, but I have witnessed some impressive poo spouting and wall painting uh, that, unfortunately, as an adult, I don't think that I can attain. So, kudos to baby Charles for having a talent at such a young age. Franklin is also a fan of the baby. Um, right, Frank? Good boy. <coughs> mm, sorry, a little bit of a cough going on. Nothing to be concerned about. Um, I have been to the doctor recently, not for my cough, for something that they call winter's itch, uh, which is not 
the yearning for the return of Game of Thrones, as some people might think. Uh, if I'm famous for anything, it's for not having seen any Game of Thrones, or really being aware of any point of the plotline. I know there's some sort of marriage that happens, uh, and like a, a scarlet marriage, and then uh, there's a dwarf in it, um, and something about uh, knights or something. But back to my winter's itch, I have uh, a I don't know exactly how you'd refer to it. I, I have dry skin, and when the weather cools down a bit and the humidity drops, it gets drier. Uh, they call it a winter's itch, I guess. So I got some uh, moisturizer. I need to keep up on that. Nothing, nothing to be too concerned about. Although dry, dry skin can be very annoying. So, on surface streets now, passing Manny's Burritos, which is a small little Mexican restaurant. They have good food if you're ever in Studio City. Um, and now passing through my old neighborhood, old meaning the place that I lived about a year ago, we, um, went through the whole rigmarole of moving uh, to try and find a more suitable place space-wise to accommodate a baby and also something with in-unit laundry which is quite a luxury and surprisingly babies go through lots of clothes I'm not sure how they're so tiny they don't need much fabric to cover them, but, uh, you know, babies just, lots of wardrobe changes. I think that there is an inclination to put them in various outfits throughout the day because you were gifted so many, uh, you know, after you've announced the baby and you go through several shower situations and all of a sudden you have a lot of clothes with a lot of, you know, term limits on them. These, these clothes are only going to fit him for the first three months. It says so on the tag. And then you have some that were only, will only fit him when he's six months old, and then, and then so on. So I think you just try to cycle through as much as possible so that you can say that he's at least worn it once counter to that, Franklin goes through no clothes. Much less laundry. Franklin is currently sniffing and licking the passenger seat. He's really, really into it. Good boy. Way to go. Anything to say yet? There you have it.
as well-spoken as any man, Franklin the dog. I'm hitting a point in my surface street travels where I sort of skirt the system. There's a small side street where it says no turn on red or no right turn at all between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 a.m., which is peak commute time. The way to get on this street without turning is to come at it straight, direct, and just cross over the intersection and look at all the people who wish they could be turning right, but can't because of the law. Many a person gets pulled over here, they think they're above the law, they are not. Making a left-hand turn now. To the right, we have my bank of choice. I will not name them. And I don't want them to get any additional business or less business. I just don't care. It's a bank. You're pretty excited, huh, Frank? I don't know why you like baking so much. Ooh, first sighting of a crazy old man today. He is wearing a fluorescent yellow zip-up, uh, sort of Under Armour turtleneck thing, uh, only it's a little loose. Under Armour usually is pretty skin tight, but not in this case. He's got a Walkman from the early 90s, a ski cap, and Parkinson's maybe? Some sort of jitters, maybe from the oversized coffee that he's consuming. You know, if you can't handle caffeine, you should just not drink it. Caffeine is, you know, good in moderation, but it really can affect your overall state of being and, and ability to, to comprehend things and ability to uh, function as a member of society. I, I'm not one to do many of the energy drinks, uh, the monsters and the rock stars, as awesome as those names are. I usually do a few cups of coffee, paste throughout the day. Back in my performing days, when I was in a stage sketch group, uh, I would take a five-hour energy, maybe an hour or so before the show. And so that it would come into peak efficiency during the show, and then at the end of the show, uh, I'd be coming down, and could go to sleep. Uh, I have a, a long history with caffeine um, and I'm trying to get get things straight, get my usage down to normal levels. In college for a summer I worked a second job at a Starbucks closing it at night. Not this, you know, closing it for the night, not trying to 
infiltrate from the inside and get it shut down. Uh, Starbucks is a huge corporate machine and one man uh, cannot do that. But I would be the last shift of the night and I learned to consume a lot of free coffee and then go to bed immediately following, uh, which is horrible for your body. Um, and now that I have a baby to think about, I really need to uh, make smarter health decisions. Uh, so we have our first obstruction of the day. Um, I'm currently on a street which has three lanes going in one direction, uh, the rightmost lane being a parking lane outside of the peak commute times of 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. But apparently the no stopping 7 to 9 does not uh, govern some sort of weird garbage truck. Uh, it's, it doesn't appear that its purpose is to haul away garbage, rather the quality of the truck looks like something you would find in the garbage. Um, there's also just some sort of construction crane from the Paveco Corporation. So this delay brought to you by Paveco. Need something paved? Call Paveco. Need to block a lane of traffic? Call Paveco. And now I am next to a bus, um, which we are at currently at a standstill in traffic. And the side of this bus touting the Metro's uh, efficiency says rapid as in a rapid way to commute. Seeing this bus crawling at five miles an hour, that's a little bit of morning irony for you. And here we go. First movie advertisement I've seen thus far, or I'm acknowledging, nonstop with Liam Neeson. He appears to be falling down a shaft while shooting upwards. And if you didn't know this, the hijacking was just the beginning. Um, I have not seen the trailer for that movie. Uh, my best guess is that Liam Neeson is on an elevator that is hijacked by terrorists. And the elevator goes into a free fall and Liam Neeson decides to shoot his way out of it. If that is not accurate, um, well then someone should write that movie. Uh, freebie out there for all of you listening to Phil. Um, if it was a great movie idea, I probably would cut it out of the audio and uh, just replace it with something worse. So you'll never know. Maybe I did have a great idea. And I seamlessly edited it out and gave you that shit idea. Um, Alright. The 
freeway is in sight. So only about 20 more minutes and I'll be on it. For those of you wondering, this overpass has a clearance of 15 feet. And it's kind of interesting because I can tell I'm exactly 840 feet away from the overpass. You know, I think signage is really underrated. You kind of take it for granted. It, it really gives you everything that you need to know when you agree, Frank. Franklin agrees. You're just a chatterbox today. We'll really have to figure something out about you. All right, man with boxes from Office Solutions. We have a man, Bluetooth in ear, walking down the street. He's got his blue t-shirt tucked into his jeans. He's got one box under each arm and he is heading somewhere to an office with his boxes full of solutions. Office Solutions, sponsoring this delay, uh, 840 feet away from the intersection, which has an overpass, which is the freeway that I will be getting on. I am crawling along behind a pickup for what is presumably a pool boy. Uh, Addison Pools Incorporated. He is driving a Nissan Frontier to highlight, I suppose, that Pools, the final frontier of landscaping. Um, I've never, I've never had a pool outside of maybe an apartment complex pool. Um, I had relatives with pools growing up. They were always a good time. A nice way to cool off in the summer. Uh, although, currently, not summer. As I'm reminded every time I scratch my arm. Winter's itch. Alright, now we've got a guy Cut off shirt, showing off his guns. The sun is out on this cool winter's morning. Sun's out, guns out. He's abiding by uh, proper bro code. Um, and let's see. Sort of running out of interesting things to look at. Uh, I have not moved for the last three minutes. Uh, maybe if some more interesting people could walk by the car, that might give us the sensation of, of moving forward. Uh-oh, here we go. All right. Yes, I must be about 820 feet away from the, uh, from the overpass now. A lot of people have headphones in. We sort of have moved on into a society of uh, introversion, I guess. Um, gone are the days of yesteryear when you would 
make friends at your local bus stop. Uh, you know, everyone's just got their own eye devices. It's all about me, all about I. It's all about personal introspection through the use of music or podcasts or games. You know, which I, I suppose is not horrible. Everybody needs a little bit of self-exploration. Wouldn't you agree, Franklin? Apparently, the microphone smells pretty good. Well, before I get onto the freeway, which is still at least 400 feet away, uh, I guess I'll employ my secret technique to get Franklin to actually talk like a human in English. Um, here we go. Popularized by the classic documentary Homeward Bound, a little known or well-known fact, peanut butter makes animals speak. So I have with me a jar of peanut butter. And I'm going to slather it onto the microphone. And then I'm going to let Franklin address you. Well, that didn't work. You think he just licked it off? And, uh, and yeah, so sorry, Joey. Franklin just completely uh, licked all over your, your handheld recording device. And now it appears that there is still some peanut butter trapped in the tiny porous microphones. So hopefully all is well. Um, you know, if, if you need to replace any pieces, I'm sure Franklin's good for it. And now I'm currently maybe a hundred feet away uh, from the intersection. This is an exciting time. I'm technically supposed to merge to turn on to the freeway, but nobody's letting me in. So I'm just turning into the carpool lane. Technically, 
not uh, illegal, I do have a dog with me. Um, so I'm just going to go with it. So Franklin successfully achieving carpooling status, at least for the on-ramp. And sorry everyone who decided to not bring their dog with them in the car. And here we go. The beautiful Santa Monica Freeway. We've achieved uh, this new freeway badge in the role-playing game that is life. Badges are a thing in role-playing games. Don't tell me otherwise. <sighs> you know, they closed down part of this freeway um, a couple weeks ago. I don't know why. If you listen to the previous fill, you know that they keep uh, a few lanes permanently under construction to taunt commuters with the potential availability of extra lanes. I don't think the closures had anything to do with those. Uh, they referred to it as Jamzilla, which, um, you know, is a little bit of a mislead. It was not a large sort of jelly kaiju monster-like, uh, you know, fiend that had taken over the, the 405, which I thought may be the case. Jamzilla. But, uh, was not, was not, you know, the situation, some sort of road construction. Much more boring. Uh, so let's see. Uh, what do we got here? We have a small truck that is uh, advertising the availability for you to go junk-free. 877-JUNK-FREE. I think that's what the phone number is. That does not seem like enough numbers. Alright, coasting along at 15 miles an hour. Really, really kind of, kind of a quiet, typical Monday. Uh, not a lot to, to see. Um, watched some True Detective last night. That show is, uh, as the kids say, the tits. I think the kids are still saying that. Matthew McConaughey hitting some sort of acting renaissance with Dallas Buyers Club and now True Detective. Uh, his Wolf of Wall Street character a little bit more in line with what you would expect from Mr. McConaughey. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like, uh, seems like he's really coming into his own. All of these uh, years and you know, possibly decades later into his career. Um, but I would recommend it if you have not yet checked it out. Uh, it's one of the few things I've been keeping up with lately in television viewing. Um, you know, the, the Olympics sort of takes over television and then 
you know, you kind of are just trying to avoid watching the Olympics. And you'll really settle on anything. Uh, but uh, luckily, True Detective has been sort of a bright spot in that search. Um, what are you watching on television? Don't, don't email me. Just say it out loud to yourself now. Uh, and it'll be as if we're having a conversation. So, you there, what is your current uh, television preference? Ah, well that is good for you. I'm glad that you've found something that you enjoy on television. See, it's like we're having a conversation. Technology has advanced uh, us pretty far. Pretty soon we'll all be wearing uh, those Google specs and uh, you know activating whatever sort of porn chips uh, people will have implanted. You know, singularity, etc., etc. Um, it's uh, scary stuff. Okay. And time for our next segment. How much gas does Phil have in his car? How much gas is in Phil's tank? Oh, these jingles are just lovely. If you guessed half a tank, you're wrong. It is not half a tank. It is a quarter of a tank which is exciting in that I will have to uh, probably get gas within the next few days. I do not drive a super efficient vehicle, although it is not uh, terrible either. Somewhere in the middle of the road. And now I've just merged behind a Nissan Pathfinder. Nissan seems to be the uh, the common car of the day. Uh, the Pathfinder element is what sort of caught my eye. Sort of the new-ish craze in the world of Dungeons and Dragons and quests and character sheets. Pathfinder. If you wished you'd been born a goblin with wizard powers who lost some sort of amulet. Pathfinder. There is there is a lone porta potty in the uh, construction lane. Nothing around it for at least several football fields on either side. So it must be kind of a trek to get there. Uh, you know what else has treks? Pathfinder. Though I don't, I don't know if there are like treks or quests for the sole purpose of making it to the bathroom. Uh, I kind of like that idea. You know, you 
you really have to go to the bathroom. But you can't just go anywhere. You can only go in uh, the Portageon of Esmeralda Constantine, or whatever. Uh, it's the only thing that sort of allows your bowels to move. Uh, there are a lot of perils on the journey. Um, uh, a lot of waterfalls, much to your chagrin. But you must quest and make it to the bathroom. Heed your trusty spell sheet. Um, you are a relative novice, so you cannot cast many spells. Um, nor do you have much power. But, I mean, you're just going to the bathroom, so hopefully you don't need anything too crazy. And uh, I guess we'll call this trusty role-playing game Poo Finder. I don't know. Low-hanging fruit. So, somebody out there try to supplement that into your regular game and get back to me. But not actually getting back to me. Again, just talk at your radio or iPhone or however you're listening to this. If you're listening to this. My uh, assessment is that most people are not listening to this. There are more people not listening to this than are listening to this. Uh, I don't know if people beyond uh, Joey really do listen to this. So, you know, that's, uh, that's neither here nor there, I guess, but especially not there. Speaking of Joey, uh, let's see if we can do our next segment, call Joey from the car and see if it works. Let's call Joey from the car and see if it works. He's awesome. I don't know if you can hear that ringing. I have no way of knowing if it's working. Joey, you are our first call-in guest on Phil. Um, we are currently on the Santa Monica Freeway, uh, crawling along. How about yourself? Um, I'm eating beans. Ah, good old morning beans. Yeah, so full carb diet. Because Phil told me I should do it. How is that going? You're about a week into it. How did you feel? Pretty terrible. I was grocery shopping Friday night and just like bought stuff with the intent of as soon as I woke up Saturday morning, just being a disgusting slob, and bought one of those tubes of Pillsbury Cinnabon cinnamon rolls. That was pretty incredible. Did you just eat the raw dough? 
anything for Frank? He's also on the on the uh, podcast today. Now he, well, he's more more or less co-hosting. Um, he's the Ed McMahon to my Jimmy Fallon, or however that analogy works. He's sort of cutting out. We don't have that good of a phone feed, apparently. Um, I also don't know if anyone will hear any of this because I'm just holding the speaker up to the recorder. How are you driving? With my knees. What's that? You should probably put your hands back on the wheel. I don't know. It is the 405. I'm driving at most 15 miles an hour at any given moment. So, um, uh, so anyway, anything interesting to contribute other than your diet? Other than my diet, uh, building a Murphy bed. Ah, for your friend Murphy. Yeah. He has a very specific requirement. So much so they named it that after him. That must be a pretty easy undertaking. Yeah, it's not too bad. You know, especially since I'm a manly man and know how to woodwork. What other kind of man is there other than a manly man? That seems... Hyperbolic. Well, um, there's the uh, the Kim version, which is the actually more man than me, manly man. Ah. Kim does the, the bulk of the the manly man work, and then I just hang out and make lemonade and wear pretty dresses. Yeah, the prettiest dress. Well, that sounds like a blast. Eh, it's not, but that's okay. But I'm gonna go shower real quick and then go to work. I will see you there. Okay. Have fun uh, with the rest of the film. Oh, we're about 40 minutes in, and it is a lot worse than the first time. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, that's Joey signing off. Bye, Joey. There you have it. I don't know if you heard any of his side of the conversation. Maybe it just sounded like I was talking to myself. Brief recap. He was eating beans. He's on a diet. He's building a bed. That's Joey. Typical, typical Joey. All right. Back to traffic. It's getting a little bit more loose, traveling upwards of 30 miles an hour, but more often than not 25. Uh, Currently behind a Civic, and they purchased it from Honda Santa Monica, so they are heading back towards the dealership. I'm not sure if they're going to the dealership, but it's certainly a pop. No, excuse me, possibility. And we are nearing the Getty Center, which is a large campus-like museum built into a mountain. 
in sunny Los Angeles. Frank, yawning, he's getting a little bored of this. He's kind of wondering when we're gonna get to work so that he can sniff around and get up in everyone's business. Give him a little scratch behind the ears. He likes that. But who doesn't? Um, cats, maybe? I don't know. I've never, never had a cat. Don't plan to. Spawn of Satan. Dogs, however. Dogs are like angels. Sent from heaven to be our friends and for us to take to the bathroom several times a day. Uh, like most Phil's, poop has been a recurring theme and I do not apologize. Ah. You know, usually I fill my commutes with podcasts or the radio. Uh, so when I have to talk into a microphone for the better part of it, it just feels sort of peculiar and it seems like the commute is taking much longer than usual. So I can only imagine how painful it is to listen to this. It must be very painful. Um, so why not uh, move on to our next segment. What's on the radio? What's, What's on, on the radio, radio right now? Wouldn't you admit he's a little odd? <laughs> he's a little cuckoo? I mean, he is. He's a little, he's a little out there. And I think... All right, that was Colin Cowherd on The Herd. And I don't know if you heard what he was talking about, but he was talking about somebody who he thinks is a little cuckoo, a little crazy, a little odd. So I'm going to try to guess who he was talking about. And my guess is... Somebody who's cuckoo and a little odd, probably in the world of sports and I don't know, I'm not sure, I haven't been up to date on who, what the sports situation is as of late. Uh, LeBron James. The Duke-Syracuse game this weekend. I was wrong. Um, speaking of LeBron James, though, I don't know if you've seen the news, but there is going to be a sequel to Space Jam, and it is going to star LeBron James in what can only be assumed is uh, a coup of sorts, because, uh, you know, I can't imagine he's replacing Michael Jordan. Nobody can do that. So he must be replacing uh, Bugs Bunny or Marvin the Martian or some, you know, somebody who he shouldn't be replacing. So that seems a little outrageous, um, you know, a little, a little insane. Space Jam is not Space Jam without Bugs Bunny. So uh, LeBron James, I ask you to to rethink that decision. 
Uh-oh, birthday alert. The Toyota Camry that just merged in front of me, somebody wrote on the windows, happy heart birthday, grandma. I'm not making that up. It is somebody's grandma's birthday. Um, and they celebrated by riding it all over her car. That feels a little rude. I don't, I don't know how many grandmas who you'd want to deface their vehicles and consider it a gift. <laughs> unless, unless you gave them some sort of car wash voucher also, but then you're just really, you know, making up for the fact that you drew all over their car, which is not really a gift. So it's like breaking, you know, breaking somebody's, uh, I don't know, like, oh, I, I broke your novelty plate. Happy birthday. And by the way, here's a plate to replace the one that I broke. That's not much of a gift at all. Um, so anyway, happy birthday, Toyota Camry Grandma. Really coasting now. Speeds up to 50 miles an hour. The wind in our hair. sun in our face. I should really be wearing my sunglasses, but uh, it's too late for that. We are currently passing under Sunset Boulevard, well en route to our final destination of work. cup of coffee. It will be a good one. Uh, Franklin's really settling in for the uh, final leg of the journey, laying down, enjoying a little bit of sun coming through the window. Uh, still licking the peanut butter off of his tongue, off of the roof of his mouth. Really, I'm gonna to have to clean up this microphone at some point uh, before Joey gets into work. And here we go. We have uh, the Wilshire Boulevard exit. That means that we're only two exits away from the exit that we get off on. I'm gonna. Yep. I wanted to merge, but guess what? There is a Nissan in the way. This time, a black Pathfinder. I feel like I'm in that movie 23 or whatever, where the number 23 kept appearing, only my number 23 is Nissan's. All right. The exit is in sight. I'm in the proper lane. And uh, sliding in to position. Three quarters of a mile countdown. 
to my exit. Coming on half a mile to the exit. We are in a work zone, people. No need to uh, get a little too antsy. There is a speed limit and fines are doubled. A uh, little known fact. Yeah, my exit shared by the Santa Monica Museum of Art. So people seeing me get off on this exit must wonder, is he going to the Santa Monica Museum of Art? Because I wish that's where I was going, but no, I'm going to work. And we've achieved exit status. Currently on the exit ramp, rounding the bend, putting my turn signal on. Franklin's a little, got a little bit of a sea leg situation. It's hard to stand through turns all the time. A little bit of a brake squeak. I just got new brakes. I don't know why they're squeaking. I feel like I have to go back in and complain about it. Um, they do have a lifetime something guarantee. I don't know. I don't know. Yawning. It's been been quite the quite the journey. Um, I would have stopped many times already, but I'm determined to carry you through my entire commute, just so you can see what living in California is like when you have to work uh, 13 miles from where you live. All right, back to surface streets. There's a little bit more to look at. Uh, you know, we have a PetSmart, we have a Michael's. Uh, we have a Greek restaurant called Chicken Dijon. Uh, they serve more than just chicken covered in mustard. Uh, but, I don't know, that's what I think when I hear that name. All right, Pedestrian Watch, episode two. There is a pair of old men. One appears to be sort of small and Filipino. The other, uh, a white-haired Caucasian man with thick-framed glasses. And he is emphatically talking to this man. He is gesturing with his hands. Uh, he is angry about something. It doesn't appear to be angry at the Filipino man, rather just conveying his disgust with something. What it is, we'll never know. Maybe he's upset with his decision to wear a flannel shirt. Uh, I don't know, but he is, he is emphatically gesturing his hands. Uh, they're out of sight now, but uh, most certainly not out of anger. All right, passing by the Krav Maga Worldwide workout studio. I do not attend classes there, but uh, certainly people do. I've seen them uh, in there learning their death karate or whatever Krav Maga is. Some sort of, some sort of jujitsu. Jujujujuju. Jujitsu. Um, certainly not yoga. The deadliest of the martial arts. Uh, 
passing on lumber liquidators. Tired of your wood being solid? Come to Lumber Liquidators, where we will take your lumber and make it into a liquid. Lumber Liquidators. Wood is better when it's wet and also a liquid. Um, really nothing super engaging right now. Uh, sort of in a dense surface street traffic near a 7-Eleven, near a Ralph's grocery store as made famous by the opening uh, in Big Lebowski, where he is purchasing uh, the final ingredients for his White Russian, if you've seen that movie. Uh, that is a Ralph's. He writes the checkout to a Ralph's. I still have to see Inside Lewin Davis. I haven't seen a ton of movies uh, lately, you know, what with the super pregnant wife and then new baby. Um, I have managed to see uh, a couple of the Oscar contenders, you know, big Oscar coming around the corner next week or this week. I don't know when this is going up. Uh, I basically just hand this recorder back to Joey and then something happens. Uh, but um, maybe, maybe the Oscars have happened and then you all know what the best picture is. Uh, you know, I certainly enjoyed her. I hope that wins for something. Um, but, you know, who knows? All right. We are, uh, I'm letting somebody turn out in front of me. He gave me the wave. Good man. The wave is uh, a dying, a dying art form in traffic. You know, you gotta kill them with kindness. You gotta force your way in front of them and then mock them by showing them the palm of your hand. Uh, it is, is just the way things are. Smart car alert. Smart car alert. Somebody is driving a small toaster down the street and I wanted you to know about it. Smart car alert. And there we go. It is the building that I work in. It is in my sights. There is a person riding a bicycle to the right of me. Sort of awkward timing uh, to get the uh, upper hand and turning into my the lane in which I pull in but uh, navigated that one fairly flawlessly rolling down the window got a got a little key card action can't uh, does not work through through the glass so you got to roll it up Get a little bit more of that break, reaching out, and the arm is lifted. 
and we are descending into the parking garage. Franklin is freaking the fuck out. Um, he is super excited to come to work. Uh, and who can blame him? You know, it's not that bad. I have a good job. I enjoy it. Uh, ooh, another smart car in the parking garage. Got a new theme going from Nissan to smart cars. There's the truck that I'm pretty sure was stolen and left in the parking garage. It's been here for months. One of the windows is broken and uh, nobody moves it. So definitely a stolen vehicle. And I'm pulling into spot 392. It's one of my preferred spots. Good location in proximity to the elevator. And, uh, you know, accommodates my, accommodates my Ford Taurus fairly well. That's Franklin signing off. This is Phil. Thank you for joining me on my commute to work. Until next time, if there is one, uh, drive safe, friends. <laughs>